0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports
1: Today.
2: Is there already a quarterback controversy in the Big Apple? Who is calling plays in New England? And Kevin Durant threatens retirement over playing for the Nets. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
1: Searching all major sports found let's start with the biggest story
2: we got our first glimpse at the new look new york giants under brian dayball over the weekend in their preseason debut and to start the week already some questions about who is going to be under center moving forward with tarod taylor getting some first string reps patty Traina from locked on giants joins me now and and we talked about this a couple days ago i asked you is there a quarterback controversy you said well not for now. All of a sudden, we have new questions about what is going on under center. Have you changed your mind about this?
1: Uh, not quite. <laughs> and okay. I'll tell you why. Tell you why. Um, Brian Dable, interestingly enough, volunteered the information that he was thinking about giving Kyron Taylor some first team reps. Now, the Giants, um, they played the Patriots backups, as you know. The Bengals have already said that they're not going to play their starters. So the Giants are going to play their backups again. But, you know, Brian Dable's explanation, and, you know, you can buy it or you could sell it. It, it, It's up to you. Is that, look, there might be a scenario where we're going to have Daniel Jones isn't going to be available. And we're going to have to throw Tyrod Taylor in there at, at random. So we're going to surprise him with the reps. We're not going to tell him, okay, you're going in um you know second series the uh, on second down you know so they want to keep him on his toes so that was the explanation that he gave him now that being said Tyrod taylor has thrown the ball pretty well in camp um the giants are still committed to daniel jones because obviously they have to make a decision on him after this is is all said and done um they want to give him every opportunity to nail down the job and not have to worry about it but um You know, for the first time, they've got a a really good backup behind Daniel Jones now. You you know, a guy who could push, you know, who could push him. And quite honestly, I've said this all along. I'm stunned that they declared Daniel the winner and never really had a full-fledged competition. I think it would have behooved them to do that. But for whatever reason, they didn't.
2: And what I think is interesting here is. This is not a team that's under pressure in year one, theoretically, right? To win games. This is not like some other organizations where there, there's a coaching staff going, we have to win now. So if this quarterback is not it, we have to go to the backup. The Giants are going to get some runway with Brian Dable. So there's no pressure to to go to T-Mobile, right? They're going to give Daniel Jones every opportunity he can to succeed because they have, as you said, a decision to make on him. What would cause them? To say, all right, we've seen enough. Like Daniel, jo- we now we know Daniel Jones, not it. Like, what do you think the chances are that happens actually before week one?
1: Before week one, I'd be surprised. I think they're going to give Daniel Jones a long leash um, if he gets injured. And let's let's face it, you know, look at his injury history. What are the odds he's going to make it through seventeen games? He hasn't done it yet. All right, I I'm not so confident he's going to start this year because of the way he plays. Um, If he goes out there and he constantly just doesn't perform, you know, he's constantly turning the ball over. He's constantly struggling with his post-snap reads, which is an ongoing problem and has been since he's come to the NFL. Uh, At that point, you got to say, look, you know, we've exhausted all our our resources on this kid and he's just not getting better. You got to remember something here. The Giants have a more complex offense, right? This is an offense that that gives the receivers some flexibility as to what they do, right? Now, if Daniel Jones isn't on the same page with those receivers, that's a problem. So that's going to be something to keep an eye on as we go through these remaining preseason games. And um, But I, I think they're going to give him a long leash. And at some point, you know, if, if he just doesn't, develop, if he doesn't take that step, if he doesn't show he's on on the same page with those receivers, that's going to be it. Case closed. Game over.
2: Stay up to date on the New York Giants by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and the Locked On Giants podcast on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, how can Mac Jones take a year-two leap when we don't even know who's calling plays? If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's great joys. I just bought more. In fact, just replenished my stock because they are delicious and I love the new cookie dough flavor. Bought more of the new cookie dough flavor. Cookie dough puffs. Are you serious? It's the protein-infused marshmallow of the puff. The best chewing protein bar that has ever existed in the world. It is so easy to chew. Most Protein bars are a chore to chew, not built puffs. Cookie dough chunk puff, 160 calories, 15 grams of protein, and tastes incredible. Covered in 100% real chocolate, like everything built does. Go to built.com and get a box for the family. These things are the real deal for your office. My dad buys them for his office. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 at built.com.
1: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: Drew Locke's time as Seattle Seahawks' starting quarterback didn't last very long. After being named the starter for the second preseason game against the Chicago Bears, Locke tested positive for COVID. Before the news, head coach Pete Carroll said Geno Smith remained QB1 for the Seahawks despite Locke's start. Smith likely gets the call for Thursday night, potentially with the chance to sew up the week one job lawyers and tigers and bears oh my okay well there were no bears but there were lawyers and tiger woods has joined the fight in earnest between the pga tour and live golf woods flew to delaware side of the bmw championship to meet with top players rory mcelroy jordan spieth and justin thomas among others to get on the same page about how to handle the influx of talent heading to the saudi-backed live golf circuit this comes as patrick reed who left for live is suing the golf channel and analyst brandel Chambly for what he calls defamation of both his name and players who have joined the live exhibition series and the deshaun watson saga may finally be coming to an end pro football network reporter aaron wilson tweeted out late tuesday night that the nfl and nfl players association are conducting active settlement negotiations in the Cleveland Browns quarterback disciplinary matter per league sources. Whether compromise will be reached before designee Peter C. Harvey rules on appeal remains unclear with some optimism expressed by sources. This from Wilson's tweet. The NFL has been pushing for at least a year's suspension for Watson even before Sewell Robinson ruled a six-game suspension should be the punishment. Ohio State running back Evan Pryor will miss the season after suffering a knee injury in practice on Monday. Pryor rushed for 98 yards and a touchdown on 21 carries as a true freshman for the Buckeyes last fall. He was set to back up Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams this upcoming season. Pryor's injury leaves Ohio State with only three healthy scholarship running backs in Henderson, Williams, and incoming freshman Dallin Hayden, a four-star recruit. On the diamond, the Baltimore Orioles seem to be closing in on a playoff spot. Did I, did I read that right?
3: Maybe the Orioles should just set up shop in Canada, move things north of the border, because all they do there is win. Another victory for the Orioles over the Blue Jays. The O's now 6-2 and two against Toronto this season, and they pull within just a half game of the Blue Jays. For the final wild card spot in the American League with a 4-2 victory. There were so many things that went right in this game for the Orioles, but I got to take this minute to focus on Dean Kramer, who was magnificent for the Orioles in this one. Seven innings, just two runs, and remember, he gave up a leadoff single and then a two-run homer to Vladdy Jr. in the first inning. Before he got an out, it was 2-0. Then he went seven scoreless after that, struck out six, walked just one. Kramer was fabulous, one of his best starts as an Oriole, and leads the O's to a series win, and they could jump back into a playoff race tomorrow. But I'll recap everything from Tuesday night's win on Wednesday's episode
2: of the Locked On Orioles podcast.
4: Here is another story you need to know.
2: Yeah, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick, and the Patriots have been the Patriots forever. But who's playing cornerback? Who's catching passes? Who's calling plays in New England? These are questions we don't have clear answers to right now. So to try and give me some, Mike DeBate from Locked On Patriots is with me. And and Mike, uh, we had a a skirmish at practice yesterday with the Panthers. Maybe, Maybe some signs of life from this team. But it seems like a situation that is a little bit fraught right now. From the outside, you are on the inside. Am
4: I overreacting?
2: Uh,
4: I think virtue always lies in the middle, Peter. I know I say that a lot here on Locked On, but uh, with the New England Patriots, things aren't always as they seem. You look at the outside and you say, okay, who's Mac Jones going to be throwing to? Not exactly a blockbuster core of wide receivers. Who's calling plays? Josh McDaniel's not there anymore. Is it going to be Matt Patricia? Is it going to be Joe Judge? Is it going to be Bill Belichick himself? Now you look at the cornerback team, and that has severely been limited with both Malcolm Butler and Juwan Williams now on season-ending IR. So a lot to question when it comes to the New England Patriots, but the one thing that I've learned is that Bill Belichick always has a plan. Will it work out this year? That might be one of his toughest tasks.
2: So Bill Belichick is the thing that always works out because he is (laughs) Bill Belichick. On the other hand, uh, when you look at the personnel on this team, it wasn't that impressive last year, and they went to the playoffs even so so build me the case this team is going to go to the playoffs or could go to the playoffs because if they do exceed expectations as they currently stand why would they do that
4: well three things that I've seen in camp that lead me to believe that this team may have a chance to be better than last year's unit one the linebackers are moving around a lot more quickly last year the Patriots linebacker core was a little bit older a little bit slower maybe a little long in the tooth but they've got some younger linebackers this year that are really pinning their ears back getting after the quarterback guys like mac wilson coming in from cleveland anthony jennings is rounding into uh into shape these guys are showing a little bit of metal on that side of the ball that's going to allow them to be able to get after the quarterback the other thing that's going to be a little bit better this year for the new england patriots are the pass catchers Devonte parker is not a monumental difference maker but in that core of wide receivers he really is making strides he's allowing guys like kendrick Bourne and uh, jacoby myers to be a little bit more specialized in terms of what they do and Devonte is one of those guys that can go up and make contested catches something they haven't had in quite a while and the last thing that makes me believe that this team could be a little bit better is Mac Jones is a little bit more comfortable. He's stepping into his throws a little more. He's making throws last year that would have been surefire checkdowns. He's throwing them into coverage, and he's actually completing more than he's not completing. So are there still questions on this team? Absolutely. But if the Patriots are going to make a run, it's because they improved those three key items in the offseason heading into the regular season.
2: And what is the Joe Judge, Matt, Patricia situation right now at Offensive Coordinator? Do we have any clarity on what's going on there? (laughs)
4: Your guess is as good as mine, believe it or not. Uh, And that's coming from the inside, the outside, whatever side you're coming from. The New England Patriots (laughs) are very tight lipped when it comes to the play calling uh, situation. Bill Belichick is saying we've got it figured out. There's a plan, but He's not exactly forthcoming in giving you what that plan's going to be. So we're seeing Matt Patricia take the calm a little bit more. He's been much more active, but Joe judge was calling plays during the Patriots first preseason matchup with the giants this Friday against the Carolina Panthers really is going to be telltale. If Patricia gets the majority of the nods, he's probably going to have the, uh, the command a little bit more, but don't discount judge. And at the end of the day, the buck stops at Bill Belichick's desk.
2: Stay up to date on the New England Patriots by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and the Locked On Patriots podcast on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, KD has made a threat. Should he not be traded from the Nets? But would he really do it? Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all of your gambling needs. Wednesday's Major League Baseball slate has some juicy ones for you. The Phillies have a chance to sweep the Reds and are clearly the favorites. On the early matchup, bet online has the Phillies at minus 152. Yankees are reeling, but they're favored over the Rays tonight. Bet online likes the Yanks at minus 148. And the Brewers, home dogs to the Dodgers. Bet online has the Brewers plus 152. Bet online where the game starts. Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn, and he is willing to threaten retirement to get it, according to a report. Doug Nore and Adam Armbrecht of Locked On Nets have been all over this story from the start. Do we believe that to be
0: really the case? I, it's hard to really trust that. It's hard to really trust that as an actual want from him. More That always or has seemed like more of a negotiating standpoint around the trade, like pushing the buttons here, right? Applying pressure, making it so that he just wants out no matter what. And I think that's where we're getting to, but it does. I don't know if it ends up making the situation any more clear for the Nets because it doesn't feel like the team, the number of teams would even has even expanded that much, even if that were the case. You know, we've seen this. I guess that's not true. We've seen the Celtics get into the mix. Obviously, um, there was a the mention of the Sixers as being thrown out there over the course of last week, whether that feels realistic or not. I mean, I'll just cut it. It doesn't feel realistic, but that's where we are. Um, you know, we've mentioned Toronto. We've mentioned the Pelicans. Those are kind of just teams that had the requisite seeming assets to be able to line up a trade. And then the heat and the sun. So I guess as the, team, the number of teams grows, whether it's by Kevin Durant's own admission or how we look at it, it does feel with everything that's happened. I do feel like we're getting to the point of just being able to say Kevin Durant just wants out no matter what. It doesn't matter who's in the front office. It doesn't matter who's the coach. It doesn't matter who the, like, you know, what players they're going to add or not add. It doesn't matter what the team looks like right
2: now. Kevin
0: Durant wants out.
2: And that's what we're left with. Kevin Durant, of course, tweeted that this was not true and you should believe him over anonymous sources. All that being said, this is the last piece. Of the negotiating puzzle for Durant. This is the only card he had left to play. I'll sit. And if he's not going to sit, he's undermining his own leverage here. The most likely solution I see to this is that Kevin Durant decides he's going to play ball, which is what he wants to do, both literally and figuratively. He doesn't want to play metaphorical ball, but he wants to play actual ball, right? That means. In this moment, he has to play for the Nets. And if that means a trade down the line, okay, he has no choice right now. Unless and until something changes, that was the last card he had to play. And if he's not going to play it, he's staying in Brooklyn. Talk about bad reception. Rodolfo Castro had his cell phone fall out of his pocket as he slid into third base during a game on August 9th. Yesterday, Major League Baseball suspended Castro for one game for that mistake. Of course, as silly as it seems to bring your cell phone with you on the base paths, it may be more interesting to know that the league was gravely concerned as to how Major League Baseball would respond as this is a perfect example of how a player could use an electronic device to steal signs and cheat. You know, not just like send text and check Instagram. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, who will be the best rookie in the NFL this season? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today.